0: Yo, 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 whether you're wearing pants or not, welcome to No Pants Required. I'm your host, X3C, and thanks for joining. Today's episode, I'm bringing home a longtime friend to join the podcast to talk about a whole bunch of shit. But before we do that, let's dive into the quickie. Should college be free? Yes, you heard me. Should college be free? (laughs) So I think it kind of sort of should be. Ish, but not really. But also, yes, um, there are generations of individuals who, you know, could not afford college and a way out of their community, a way to a better way of living, um, prosperity, uh, not prosperity, <laughs> a way to provide for their family, a way to, you know, consider the value of not just education, but the value of a better quality of living in general is through college in most cases, not all cases, but in most cases. And so in some communities, college is important. You know, it's important to, to obtain that education in order to be eligible for um, opportunities that, that exist here in the United States, especially. So I do think that college should be free-ish Mostly at the community college level, though, because I think, you know, co- not everyone should be forced to go to college and not everyone have to go. Right. I think we tend to set up society, especially lately in the United States, where we've put, I think, a little too much emphasis on a college degree. Now, education is different. We got to we got to make sure we think about this in two different pieces. Education is one thing, continuing education, learning. That is awesome. I think that should that should be something that we all continue to strive for at all times. Um, and it's not just a, a age thing. This is just indefinitely. We should always continue to learn. But in terms of college in general, you know if you, you you're specializing in something and you know a doctor or a lawyer specifically, uh, engineer, software engineer, you know, computer programmer, stuff like that, you know obviously those colleges are important, the type of college you go to. I think all of that is definitely important. It's a skill set that you you can't necessarily gain without college education or some level of experience. However, at the community college level, it's almost like an extension from high school, right? You're not necessarily ready for college, but it could prepare you for something other, some other type of skill, right? A a place where you can, you know, provide um a, the ability to gain a certification. For example, if you you really good with your hands, plumbing work, electrical work, are you carpenter, are you really good with hair, you know, or or skincare, skin routines, or you know, a, mas- a massage therapist or something like that. I'm just throwing out a bunch of different type of examples. But I think, you know, we don't necessarily have a person to go to college to obtain those kind of careers and which can pay almost about the same amount of money than one would obtain from a general for your degree. Now, I know I said ish because Again, I don't think college should be mandated. I don't think everyone should have to go to college, right? People have different aptitude types, uh, skills, abilities. Um, Some folks learn in different environments. Some people don't want to go to college in college settings, right? They finish high school. They're done with that, and they shouldn't be forced to do so. And so that's why I say college should be free-ish. Notice I didn't talk about student loans because we're not. And that's the quickie for today, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and others from the island to the east side i have a special guest today a guest joining a podcast for the very 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 first time ladies and gentlemen whether you're wearing pants or not let's give a shout out to jata
1: hi thank you for having me your place here, your studio is real nice. It's yeah, on fire. Yeah. Uh, that quickie was amazing as well. It yeah. Very good topic.
0: <laughs> you know, I try to push the envelope a little bit. Got you. Yeah. B- because
1: um, why not? Yeah, I had to pay quite a bit. I think it was 82000 from George Washington
0: University when I went for my master's. Wow. So, and that's yeah, a good school. I definitely think college should be free. Right. It's a good school. Right. Um, I mean, yeah. And I, 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 like I said earlier, I do think there are times or certain professions well you know i maybe it's not free right um but if you're going to school to just i mean general studies come on like why 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 are we doing this just make it free for these individuals right and yeah. i get it there's scholarships out there and there's all type of you know money available to people in some regard but i do think we should de-emphasize a little bit on college and and focus more on the type of skills we're looking for right I think if the you... way I
1: was raised there was not a choice right it's like you go to college and that's how you improve your life that's how you better yourself so for me it was not an option it was like you will get a higher education yeah and so even during undergrad it was like this is not the end you will get a master's and so thankfully. <laughs> Uh, I was able to get into the federal government, um, got an internship, and they actually paid for half of that. So
0: clutch. imagine yeah, clutch. <laughs> so so I, technically, college was free-ish,
1: it, right? So it, it was free-ish <laughs> for you. Uh, no, not not quite at eighty-two thousand. <laughs> it was not free-ish at all, uh, but I am grateful that um you know that's the half that i had to pay and right when i went to gw uh it was one of the most expensive colleges at the time uh well universities and i was like what am i doing right why, why did i go here i could wait myself? somewhere around the corner yeah, but so a you know it, it it was worth it so yeah I, I will say you know and going and to a college university definitely worth it
0: yes for those who can do it you know um right. and so I recall, I, mean, I just don't recall, I think it was back in, I think we say back in maybe 2007 when we met Yeah. at a backyard barbecue in D.C. Well over a decade. Man. Wow. We're getting old. <laughs>
1: time does fly.
0: But you know, you're doing some good things out here. So we have to have you on a podcast to talk about it. And so, but before we dive into that, I do want to ask you this question that I've been asking all of the first time guests on a podcast. So tell me something you think it's true that almost nobody agrees with you on
1: oh this is an easy one so i would say a few months ago um in last year i was telling people hey now's the time to buy interest rates were in the twos and of course i'm a realtor so you know friends and family they're just oh it, you want to put me into a house no i care about you i know was happening and I let them know, hey, now is the best time, even though um, the market may seem crazy. Just with the low interest rates, you have just more buying power. And so now we're looking at interest rates. If you have medium to good credit, um, 5.2, 5.6. And so per month, you're looking at three, $400 more that you have to pay versus if you bought a few
0: months ago. You know, it's interesting you bring that up two things came to mind. Um, one was, uh, when folks talk about the market being a little bit crazy, they think on one hand, I have a very low interest rate. On the other hand, the cost of the property is much higher than before, because obviously the market was going crazy, mm-hmm. you know, how did you balance that off with, um, your clients and telling them that, you know, though, this may be a cheaper rate now and the house is a little bit higher you still gain well. you still have that value in at home because of the higher price. Right. Mm -hmm. But also you're not paying as much in interest.
1: Right. So it definitely depended on what they were trying to buy the house for, what they wanted out of it, equity versus, is this their forever home? So it really was case by case, Mm -hmm. but it really boiled down to affordability and just having that lower interest rate gave you a lot more options than, you know, a few months later.
0: Do people actually buy a house? for like they forever home yeah some some people do I find maybe it's my age I find that to be like what this is this is the house for now (laughs) right but again it depends on your
1: situation that's true so a lot of times if you're trying to raise a family you're looking at it as a forever home but then you know 12 years later you raise the kids uh you know 20 years later they're in college then you're like, oh, maybe it's time to time to downsize. Maybe
0: it's time to downsize. Right. And, but then you gain a lot of equity in at home, exactly. especially if you started off yep. in a high, a, a well, decent position in the beginning. So the second thing I thought about, um, you know, if folks are like in general, in, in terms of like the highest rates, you just mentioned that if you have decent, you say medium to decent credit. Yeah.
1: Yeah, medium to good credit. Good credit? It yeah. isn't yeah. a fives.
0: So imagine if you have not so medium to decent credit. What well, is the rate now? It's important.
1: That, that is why it's important to make sure you are checking, you know, each year uh, if not uh, more regularly because mm-hmm. there are a lot of options now to alert you let you know if something goes on goes on with your credit but it's definitely important to monitor and make sure that you are checking you have good credit because nowadays that's where everything is going even to rent a car <laughs> rent some cars you know everything they check even your some credit. jobs exactly now, you know check your job, the credit now rent a car you know definitely to purchase a house they're going to look at that credit
0: it's so, crazy yeah. And I I've I actually have an episode, um, episode twenty four. I called I called it boosted credit scores. Um, so if you guys out there haven't heard that episode, please give it a listen. It's called boosted credit scores. I've actually, and I call it boosted because I think the word is funny, but I've rescued my credit score from <laughs> the low fives, the mid fives, awesome to the mid sevens twice in the past. 15 years. Good job. Congrats. And thank you. And so I know how to do it. <laughs> what did but you do? Give us one <laughs> one big tip. I will tell you, listen to the boosted credit scores episode. Okay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, but one good tip I could give you guys absolutely is pay pay early and often. Yes. And I can tell you that's one good one. I'm going to dive into in um, a little bit later about like credit Another cards. big thing is you don't have to pay off the the
1: entire card yeah that's one people don't know they get frustrated they're finally happy when they get to pay it off and then they pay off the entire card and they're like wait why did my credit actually get dinged mm-hmm. you know that negatively in- mm-hmm. impacted me
0: so it's yeah, that's a vicious one. vicious yes. game that you have to play yeah. and those so are the you, rules right i know some of you guys may be rolling your eyes but guess what play the damn game it's yep. just play the game right um I do want to get into that a little bit later but i want to circle yes. back to listen to episode 24 yeah <laughs> but i do want to circle back to you know the whole reason why you're here i mean you come from the island to the east side united states that is and so wh- what was the motivation of leaving and so i don't want to say do you want to say got you so actually um going back to
1: you know higher education um, that's why I came here. I got uh, accepted to uh, the George Washington University because attaining a education was not a question. It was, you will do that.
0: And you came so, from where?
1: Yeah, from the uh, United States, Virgin Islands. So yeah. undergrad, I went to University of the Virgin Islands. Um, shout out. They are well known for their biology and right. oceanography because, uh, of course, we're surrounded by water. So a lot of people would come, you know, to to study that. <clears throat> um there are lots of great programs um but yeah so did my undergrad at uvi and then came to gw uh and while going to gw thankfully i got into the federal government mm-hmm. um where i stayed for well over a decade in acquisition and so that's how i got here smart guy into uh gw
0: nice and so that's us say guys you can come from anywhere and make it here in the united states right yeah well, so I mean it, DC so
1: is one of those very those great places where a lot of people come for the education the jobs it to is, better themselves I can
0: tell you the DMV is a, a different beast yep. and I've been to, to different parts of the United States and it's different and you can feel it you know we uh, I, I'm not going to talk about a particular part of the country but you know there are parts of the country where it just feels um slower And I'm not saying everything has to be as fast paced either, like, you know, New York type pace, but um, I like, I think DC has a really good mix of of... anything
1: you're looking for. Mm
0: -hmm. And so uh, guys, if you haven't checked out the DMV, come check it out. And if you need some place to stay, you're going to get some information by the end of this episode.
1: And if you need a good realtor, (laughs) check Jata out.
0: (laughs) Yes. I'm going to have that all information actually posted into um, the description of this episode. So you guys can be able to contact Jata there. All right. So let's talk about discussions about your career goals, like like not just the journey of you becoming a realtor, but actually before. Diving into I know you said internship. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. But
0: like, dive into that. Give us some details on like, was it always in acquisitions or, you know, were you even interested in acquisitions? Like, how did you even feel about that? The beginning stages? Good question. Uh, Growing up on the island, there's so many
1: different fields that you're not exposed to, uh, which is great. So when I came here, I actually came for, I was going to school for management information systems, Mm -hmm. did my undergrad in computer science. So that was the track I was on. Mm -hmm. Very techie, all into that. Uh, But then I got an internship uh, at GSA, the General Services Administration, and that's how I got into acquisition and contracts. And so the, the career path was very well laid out mm-hmm. i would say from contract specialist to contracting officer and it was kind of cool every year i would um, have to prepare for this board you know to uh, to graduate mm-hmm. per se yeah. um as i grew as an intern and so that's what happened and so it's a very specific field but i said it to say that you know growing up i don't think anybody or even knows of, oh, I want to be a contracting officer. That's true. Right? You know, That's true. <laughs> that you just don't hear of. So there are a lot of different fields that I think are really good to get exposed to. So um, in the federal government, that was the goal to become a contracting officer, to do the best for the government, mm-hmm. uh, negotiate on behalf of the government, uh, get those great contracts. And so that was the game for a long time to make sure that... Um, the taxpayers' money are being well-spent, right, right? right? And everything is fair and equitable. Uh, so yeah, and so spent well over a decade doing that. And that was fun for a long time. So yeah, that's that's how I grew.
0: Oh, nice. So you're, are you
1: still doing it now? Uh, no, so now I'm actually... Uh, the Acquisition Career Manager at the National Science Foundation. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. And that's that's great. Uh, love it over there. Everybody is scientific-y, <laughs> <laughs> right? And kind of saving the world in a different way. Yep. They give out a lot, a lot of grants and awards and doing some really great things
0: um, over there. So, yeah. Nice. Loving it. Nice. Uh, it's funny you mentioned MIS um, because in undergrad, I studied CIS computer information Ah, systems and i was definitely on that track um to more of like software development that's that's kind of sort of was my idea um but after graduate i'm sorry after undergrad i thought "Mm, maybe not i don't know yet maybe i want to become a a principal that was kind of sort of my idea maybe i get into education and become a principal i can lead in a different kind of capacity so i went down the road of becoming a teacher as you know and Mm -hmm. decided to go to graduate school to become a principal And I did a practicum uh, here in Maryland at a middle school. Now, not everybody's going to know what that is. right. Explain what that is. You're right. So a practicum, guys, is I literally for one semester was a practicing principal. So I literally did my entire study for that semester at a middle school um, under the direction of Mr. King, actually, uh, Mark King. Shout out to uh, Mark King and, and all of his guidance he provided me at the time. Uh, but at this middle school, you know, I, I wasn't in any authority at all. But everyone knew I was practicing principal, so they would put me in different situations where I would have to like respond as a principal, right? So it's almost like free labor, right?
1: <laughs> Great <I> was, experience <laughs> though,
0: right? It, it was, it, and I'm happy it was at a middle school, you know, because those kids are going through all sorts of yeah. emotional development, right. physical development, up and down. They are all over the ground. They think they, they're not, but they're not. Yeah. And they, but they look grown. But they and did you not. feel you're in love right. but you're not <laughs> and your body is changing you're like what's yeah. happening here but what's happening there oh it's it's insanity right mm-hmm. so it was a really good so experience happy I that. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really good experience I'm not gonna lie um, but um, I, I agree with you you know college and education was always like something that was instilled in me and we definitely you know grew up I guess in similar regards to that and so And I also came to D.C., not necessarily for education, a little bit differently, but um, similar to you, started internship in the federal government as well. Um, So very interesting backgrounds, how we came from two island nations. I'm joking because New Orleans (laughs) is not an island, even though it feels like it is. You think it is. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. So we talked about it earlier and I now want to circle back. So you're working and you're enjoying your life. And this is probably before you left GSA mm-hmm. and you had joined GSA's in acquisitions. And something tells you, I want to do real estate yeah so it
1: was those infomercials (laughs) three o'clock in the morning it was actually fortune builders it came on and they were like yeah we'll teach you how to flip a home and and you're sitting there
0: with your popcorn like "Uh uh-huh right teach me right now i
1: can do that and of course it's not so simple right they're like no you have to come to this conference and you you have to pay for it yes you you have to pay for it and did they say that in the commercial They did. They okay, did. Okay. Well, no, no. So they will you in because, of course, the, the the first conference, right, or uh-huh. the meeting is free. The first mm-hmm. one is always free. Introduction. One right. The introduction. That's exactly how they get you, and then you go to the introduction, and then is you know this huge price to then actually learn the lessons. Did you, you know, pay? Did you, you pay the price? I did. I did. Do you pay they the got, price?
0: I did. I'm so- Wait. Not only <laughs> did you get teased. And you went down to the conference, and then you understood you was being hoodwinked. Yes, you still paid the money. Me. They
1: got me. Yes, keep going. Such a sucker. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So well, you were determined at least. Down, <clears throat> I, I guess you could call it that. But I will say that having um, worked on my first home at the time, and having gone through the process of renovating it it was fun so the little
0: house in dc yes that was well done yeah ladies and gentlemen i can tell you it was a bite-sized type home But every inch of it was redesigned and it was amazing. That black toilet I think you guys had somewhere (laughs) there. That was awesome. I loved it. Yeah. So
1: that was uh, a lot of fun. I was like, oh, I would not mind doing this again and again because I like picking out tile, like picking out colors. um, And I didn't do that by myself. So Mm -hmm. I will say, uh, you know, going back and forth with ideas, I was like, oh, I can do this again. So that's how I got roped in got it. And so uh paid my money, went to the conference uh and I will say that education was worth it. So back to um higher education and you talking about paying for college versus not. I would say the money was well spent. Okay? Because trying to do a lot of these things on your own, if you make the mistake, you're paying double, right? Okay. Um So I will say, uh, fortune builders was great. They had a really robust system where they told you kind of on the financial aspects of moves to make what, what you should do to Mm. make sure that you protect yourself, protect the business. Because as soon as you start a business, you know, this is America. So Mm -hmm. if somebody slips and falls, they're like, you know, if somebody is injured or even if it causes them to sneeze, they're like, oh you did it right you know liability insurance and everything yes so uh, i will say a lot of those things um it is well worth the money because you need to know what you don't know right so yeah so that's how i started in real estate those three o'clock information wow so
0: did you actually like get your license and everything through through the full process good good question Uh-oh. so actually to he didn't say <laughs> yes
1: so to flip a home you don't need a license right you can just do it oh but uh maybe in me i was like oh i could cut out the middleman i could be a realtor there you go right uh, i could Show people houses on the side. It looks easy, right? You it just open easy, the door. It looks easy, especially on television. Well... I have a whole new respect for realtors, the real estate market, because it's definitely not as easy as it looks. And there's so much that happens, you know, all the paperwork at the administrative overhead, just behind, uh, you know, just opening the doors and showing somebody a home. That's the easy part. That's the easy part. Everything after that. Well, listening
0: to them is the easy part too, right? Right. Clients (laughs) come in there and they say, not really. Some, (laughs)
1: some, some clients can be more difficult than others, but I, I enjoy seeing happy faces. Mm -hmm. I enjoy people at the end of the process being like, thank you. You know, this is my dream home. I love it. I love living here. And so that's what uh, makes it exciting for me.
0: So if you want to share this, no pressure, but pressure. (laughs) Um, I guess tell me experience, I guess positive or negative or both Mm -hmm. of, of, of a home you flipped. Okay. That didn't go so well or did go well.
1: So I will say market-wise, um, we started off in Philly because the barrier to entry was lower. lower. Mm. Um, so it was like, oh, okay, if we fuck up <laughs> you know it's not it's not that bad right? we're not right we're right. not spending our retirement savings right. so uh the first one actually went so smoothly um we estimated six months was finished in four months oh wow so that one was That's great almost never the case we're, right right never the case there's always scope creep right, right. um so blessing so we're like oh we got this system down packed. the second home after one house. Yeah. Right, right, <laughs> <laughs> right. The next one, <clears throat> everything you could imagine went wrong with this home because we're here in the DMV, mm-hmm. and we're like, okay, to improve our processes, we need to, you know, not have to drive up every time, True. just get someone to, you know, take the checklist, go through the home. Use our education. You know, we need to refine this process. Mm -hmm. So we did that. And lo and behold, the next house that we got, there was a huge hole in the wall. They boarded it up. So when you look at the pictures, it looked like a window. Right? And so we're purchasing distressed properties to flip. Right. So the entire <laughs> wall huge hole you could just walk through it wow of course that blew the budget right out the window right then uh the pipe that went to the city clogged
0: oh just, snap just yeah one that's outside mud, the house dirt yep oh wow just
1: in it so you had to dig up yep you know from the house to the city pipe budget just blown so uh Yeah, so that one did not go so well. And then the the last thing is just knowing the area. Because when you look at it in pictures and you do your research, you're like, oh, crime is low. The area looks great. The turnaround is wonderful. Mm -hmm. But then actually living there or knowing the area that you're, um, you know, renovating your homes is important too. Because there were a lot of things that we just did not, know about the area so it's because you didn't live yeah. there because we did so your
0: outside there. investor coming in right yeah, yeah. you know so, so that's yeah. that's very important because renee and i have been talking about it recently we're definitely going to jump into the game maybe a year maybe three years from now i support it <laughs> and we are don't wait just jump in i'm a mess i'm like i'll tell you after this episode why i'm waiting <laughs> it's a mess i know it is but it's my mess right i'm gonna own it okay um okay. But I can say the next, you're right, two to three years. Okay. Right? No more. Um, we've been thinking about, we thought about like South Carolina for a little while, mm-hmm. thought about Florida, but I think we were leaning more to Louisiana, where I'm from. Okay, um, Also, I have family there. And to your point about knowing the area, yeah, knowing that market, as well as having resources there to help you along the way, I think I can utilize my family to do that. And so this is really good insight you're providing that, you know, you do need to have a better understanding of the market. Yeah. Because we've
1: learned everything there is to learn because here in D.C., you know, two months ago, if you had a shoebox, it was going for over asking price. Right. Right. Meanwhile, in Philly, depending on the location, homes are still sitting on the market. So that was very Uh, frustrating. That's true. Where... You're like, wait, what's happening?
0: Right. So yeah. Just knowing the. So, the did you guys go in. into each one of these homes with a, obviously you had a, you ran the numbers, right? So Got you knew, ROI, right. You, know. you knew, and do you, do you have a percent that you, you have a target percent in each one or it varies per property per purchase? Got you.
1: So yeah, you, you try to have a target that you want to get out of each home. Mm-hmm. But if you're, you know, you fall in love with a project that may change a little bit, Got it. Uh, but yeah. You have kind of your standard ROI that you're looking for, and
0: are all of yours um, purchases and resales? Do you rent any of them?
1: We may have to rent our last, <laughs> <laughs> our last one because uh, it's going towards a neutral market now. Oh. So the idea in some of these is, if you can hold, ultimately, got it. You know, you will gain that equity, and so if True. the market, uh, you know, starts to turn on you, you may have to rent.
0: Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I, I have a Real lot of. Real estate is not always an exact science. Uh, of course <laughs> it's not, right? And I have a lot of friends who are in it, right? And some mm-hmm. flip homes, some own homes and rent out homes. You know, it's just all, some you have Airbnb, different, you know, perspectives. And of course. Officially, all, I'm his favorite. So I just yes, want to put that yes, out there. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And so, you know, I have friends who keep saying, hey, invest with me. I'm like, hold up. I have this crazy remember guys i told you i have a crazy goal i'm trying to achieve so i'm pushing things off for the moment um but for the next two three years i'll definitely be involved but renee and i want to purchase something together on our own first awesome and then from there considering other options and i've said this on the podcast and i will say it again that um i believe in shipping containers and i have i'm going to do it i'm going to figure out a way figure out a way i'm going to find someone who can mm-hmm. drop this blueprint for me on if 40- i have a friend actually uh, See, he did it in texas we going so this yeah connection. I, I will
1: hook you yes. all up yeah and there's a lot of cool fun stuff that you can do with shipping containers i actually was thinking about doing that uh back home in the virgin islands mm-hmm. um absolutely maybe putting them on my mom's campground uh but oh, you know idea. she's an environmentalist so we need to make sure that
0: that's perfect for environment yeah, it's not doing so, anything it's nothing that's gonna happen with this this container
1: well <clears throat> for her is uh the impact to the actual environment and mm. you know will it deteriorate over time so the uh, footprint a long that time we lead. <laughs> right exactly a so, long time but hey yeah, it's hurricane, it's hurricane resistant <laughs> I definitely support it. A lot of cool things you can do with shipping. Continuous. So I'll connect you.
0: Yes. Yeah. See guys connections is important. I'm again, I'm going to leave Jata's information in the description of this episode. So you can always just reach out to him via that information. All right. So we talked about the details about your business and some of the horror stories and the things you guys are doing right now. Do you have a company name? Yeah. Turning point property experts. Turning point property experts. Oh, so we provide more than just purchasing properties. You guys yeah, are a, 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 of value here yeah definitely um so
1: if you're having issues with moving a lot of times uh if let's say a family member has died and you don't know what to do next um you know let us know if you're thinking about selling your home or you want to purchase a home or rental you know call us up let us know
0: nice this is good information because i am i literally dream about buying a house in florida every day Though i love the house here in maryland and i am in no way ready to get rid of this place oh I it's still, beautiful i still want to thank you
1: i'm so upset you haven't <laughs> invited me to your rooftop parties here but that's you know
0: fine. i'm gonna do a better job at all of that in fact i gotta i have i'll show you in that magazine right over there there is a um a table i want to get that's gonna be perfect for right yeah, behind beautiful. me um i know you guys can't see what we're talking about but use your imagination <laughs> <laughs> all right so what was your motivation for starting this company? I know you talked about, you know, you watched this late night infomercial. <laughs> but but I mean it was probably something before that, right? That intrigued you on real estate in general. And like how did you put these items together? I know you you mentioned cutting out the middleman, but like how did you say okay, I want to get all of these different aspects together under under one business? Got you.
1: It was 90% that infomercial. So I wow. will say after my first home of going through the process. I liked it, but uh, had no idea how would I get into real estate. Right. So that idea was kind of squashed and you know, went away mm. and then in, um, watching the commercial, my partner was like, Hey, let's, let's try it. Let's go for it. And I was like, sure.
0: Let's do it. Right. So yeah, that's how it came about. I like it. And you took a risk. You stepped out there to find some joy. And start your own business i mean it's not always not easy you know going through the whole llc process as well that could be but it's a fun. chore it is, yeah, it, is it is fun. so you're licensed in maryland dc virginia philly yes. pennsylvania yep. delaware no <laughs> i'm <laughs> no. just gonna keep naming <laughs> it the, the, the in nearby states uh dc
1: virginia maryland and pennsylvania nice
0: do you have any like ambition to
1: expand that so i do want to do of course back home in the u.s virgin Islands. as you should yeah
0: oh wow that's really remarkable um that's pretty good i mean being licensed in all these places i mean I'll i mean just, once you get one oh it's kind of sort of easy have, yeah once like, you get the first one is, it's all like, downhill is it like is it like the kim kardashian getting her um <laughs> what did she just pass what was it her um not lord was it, I, the, I the bar she, with the kardashians she, I, I think she just recently passed the bar really? but it's not the it's a different type of bar Interesting. yeah it's i don't know it's a different kind of bar but she passed okay so good she can her. she can do something in the legal realm Um, Hey, you, you read, like I said, college is not always necessary, right? Just give me this goddamn certificate and let me (laughs) go over here and do this myself. All right. So what's next for the business or for you in general? Got you. So, um, just going back to education,
1: I just having much more of a respect for real estate, even though I did contracting for well over a decade with the government, uh, real estate is much different, right? So Mm -hmm. I understood the concept, uh, but what you learn going to real estate school per Mm -hmm. se or or class um is much different than actually practicing real estate uh and it's totally two different worlds so i need to know what i was doing because i never want to lead my clients my friends you know anyone um down the wrong path so i definitely value being the most educated that i can keeping up on everything so i joined a team uh-huh. and i yeah joined the team got myself a mentor nice um, he's been awesome so right now um that may or may not be coming to an end who knows i'm up for renewal uh next month mm-hmm. in uh june actually and so the focus will be to uh dive back into um the distressed properties and flip in so now that I actually have the e- education to do everything yeah. within kind of this real estate realm i have the experience want to dive back in and uh get some properties within the dmv and start flipping those. So, nice. Yeah. Oh, the DMV is so expensive though. It is, yeah. but that's why we practiced in Philly first, you ah, know? So the barrier to true. entry was lower because, yeah, you don't want to buy a home
0: in Tyson's
1: yeah. or any of the <laughs> really any of these places within
0: the DMV. Right. And, Where yeah, can hey, you buy one? Around. Like, I actually so, looked yeah. around and I was like, even if I wanted to like consider buying a house around here, I wanted one level. though I love okay. this four level home here? I do. Ranchers are hard to find. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, they, they go quick because i see why like i yep. went to florida and that's all you saw and i was like this is bring run me these kind of houses i actually saw those home- homes as you get up in age you're not going to want to go up and down these steps i'm already up in age and i don't <laughs> want to go up and down these stairs um i mean when you, yeah, when, you, text you say, when you here. text and say you were um i think outside or you couldn't park across the street i was like well shit, i'm gonna stand down there until he actually get here because <laughs> i'm not coming back up here um Very so nice. that's remarkable so i watched this show the um I may be pronouncing it wrong. I'm s i am I watch a show on Netflix. I won't say the name of the show. And it's a, a brokerage. Okay. So how would that play into like a future ambition for you? Would you even want to consider going down that, that route? I never close off any avenues. Mm-hmm. So I will say, you know, it's
1: always on the table. Right now, Being a broker, running your own brokerage is a lot about the compliance, right? Mm -hmm. Because people have done so many things wrong in real estate um, that there's so much administrative paperwork that you almost need an assistant just to get through right there's papers that tell you hey i'm gonna give you a disclosure so i give you a paper and say hey i'm gonna give you a disclosure sign it then i have to give you the disclosure and then you have to sign it oh wow so it's it's ridiculous (laughs) so yeah um real estate is crazy with the admin overhead but um so that's a lot about You know, what being a broker is like is making sure that everybody crosses their T's, dotted their I's. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do think I want to stay part of the action, you know, um, and do what is fun for me, which is, you know, picking out the tile, picking out the paint. um, That is fun, by the way. Yeah. And uh, staying in front of the customers because, you know, after, I guess, going through the process a few times, that's what brings me joy within People are like, hey, Jada, I love this home. Thank you very much.
0: Right. So I want, you know, before uh, we close out this episode, I do want to, um, I guess, talk about, I guess, in general, just like your, your, your view on refinancing homes. And so I and Renee. Do it yes well we were going to do it
1: see that's what i was telling my friends and family and everybody (laughs) i could tell i did a whole youtube video on it where they didn't have to listen to me you could listen to um you know the expert a lender and we talked about it we're like now is the time
0: it was absolutely the time and but
1: i will say If you look at the last 15 years, we're still as far as interest rates at an all time low. Okay. So there was a time where, you know, nine, 10%, um, that was normal. Yeah, that's true. So that is true. So we're now, you know, you can get uh, a 5.6 interest rate. So
0: go for it. You know, we had 3.5 and and it was always a good percentage for us. It was, I don't think we, we struggled or even was like concerned about it, but we were thinking, well, if we can hell why not mm-hmm. and so we went through the process we started um with this company i won't say the name i was um, I was a little bit me- upset okay um with how the process went
1: Ooh, why um, they upset you
0: um because they kind of sort of nah, didn't promise us anything but these are the numbers you know really was just telling us you could save roughly of eight hundred dollars a month and so we, we looked at all the numbers and it it, it looked legit and it's like, okay, well, you know, we can, we can move forward with this, but then they required an, an appraisal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. And so I was like, well, this is a brand new home. Um, sure. Come on in. And so they did. And from my understanding, and maybe it's a state by state type of thing, but with a new build, um, we were told we, they only can set the value based on the homes that have sold, not the new home sold yes. from the builder. I said, okay, but those homes are different styles. Some not even in this community. So why are you comparing our home to those? The houses all around here are selling for the same or a little bit more than we purchased. And we were told well, we can't use those until one year after the model home sales. I was like, okay, that's interesting. So I actually challenged them and I wanted, um, I challenged the appraisal of the company. They came in about thirty to 40000 less than what we paid Oh, wow. And I said, I know in my home is not appraising for that amount when homes around here are going for 10 to 15,000 more than what we paid, meaning they're selling right now. As you can see in this community, these all those homes back there are all brand new and they're still mm-hmm. building right now. And you, we could drive around, and many of them have sold signs on it. And something, this, this doesn't make any sense. So um, I say, in this case, we, we're not even going to have any value, we're going to lose out on value. But we can possibly save, I think at this point, $400 a month. I mean, that's a great savings. But You're like, how did I lose equity? Right. I'm not willing to lose my equity to get the savings. So we decided to to just cancel it. I asked for my money back and everything. They, 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 They returned the money and everything. But I was very upset because I know folks who went through the appraisal process that did not have to have. I'm sorry the refinance process that did not require an appraisal. And I was just like, shit, why did I go with this company? Got you. Well, I can't speak on your, the company you went to
1: per se, but keep in mind, the bank is always going to protect their asset, right? Their money. And so Mm -hmm. once you uh, are going with a loan, they're going to want to know, you know, that, they're protecting their money. What is right. your home uh, worth? And right. so, yeah, different companies may have different rules and laws that they're buy, to they buy.
0: They're a piece of, <laughs> piece of shit, if you ask me, damn it. All right, so I do want, for those people who do not do not know how to follow through and read the description of this episode, give the folks ways to contact you. Definitely give me a call anytime,
1: 202-892-6226, or uh, shoot me an email at Jada Cardi at expreality.com. J-A-T-A dot C A R T Y at
0: expreality.com. Perfect. Uh, again, for you folks who won't listen, we're gonna put that in the description of this episode. Good chat. So until next week, guys, thank you for supporting this channel by either listening or donating when we have live broadcasts. Remember, positive energy leads to positive vibes. Don't forget to subscribe if this is your first time joining. No Pants Required can be found on Google Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Peace. Thank you for having me. Yeah.